0: Hello and welcome to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with TheIndyCast.com. My name is Abhishek and this issue's cover is one of the most sought after ones uh, year after year. It's the 2017 Rich List special and joining me on the call to talk about the highlights of this issue are editor of Forbes India, of Muzumdar and online editor Neeraj Gangal. Hi, Hi, both of you. Good morning.
1: Hi, hi, Abhishek. Good morning, Abhishek.
0: Good morning. And and Sarada, let's let's start with you. The issue itself, which comes on the eve of uh, a year since the shock recall of 500,000 rupee notes. Uh, and then you had the 5.7 GDP growth figures that were announced in August. With this background, uh, one would have imagined that uh, the rich uh, list uh, that you publish year after year might have been rocked a little bit. So how has that impacted, if at all?
2: Abhishek, actually, the interesting part is um, something we've written about in the issue as well uh, is that uh, you know despite these uh, you know what would i say a slowing down of the economy and the aftershocks of some of these steps and the growth uh, sort of tapering down a bit to 5.7% it doesn't seem to have affected the fortunes of the rich and uh, the uh, even richer because the overall wealth uh, this year is up sharply uh, you know compared to the other uh, years at 479 billion dollars which is the highest ever it's a record in fact if a couple of years ago uh, you know we had the first time when all hundred were billionaires and that was a big deal those days and uh, if if you look at look back in 2009 you know just uh, above 400 million dollars could get you a place on the top 100 this year it's again a record it's 1.46 billion dollars is the cutoff.
0: Greater than last year's 1.25 billion. 1.25. So,
2: okay, again, a 26% yeah. rise year right, on year. Right. While uh, there are, there may be hiccups on the economy, the entrepreneurial energy in this, in this country as evidenced by the top 100 has been alive and growing. It, because the 1.46 uh, billion is such a high level of cutoff, in fact, this year, there are 40, 40 more billionaires who haven't been able to make it to the top 100. So that should tell you something about where we are, where this, you know, this billionaires juggernaut has rolled.
0: Indeed. Uh, neera Jenny, interesting uh, trends this year in addition
1: to these? Sure, Abhishek. In fact, sticking to the point that Saro has just made, uh, apart from these 40 uh, billionaires waiting in the wings, you have 27 rich listers that are richer by a billion or more compared to 2016 he mentioned about the wealth of the top 100 going up by 26% year on year to 479 billion but the interesting part is, part is the wealth of the top 50 has also grown 26% and if if you want to look at uh, the 80 uh, 20 principle wherein how much of share of the wealth does the top 20% control in 2009 they were controlling 70% of the total 100 uh, the cumulative wealth of the total 100 right now it's down to 52 which is the same as last year uh, simply put it's more democratic more there are more and more people uh, making wealth uh, in fact in
2: fact uh, just to add to what neeraj is saying i think that's one trend which has been uh, continuing over the last few years at least uh, the number of years I've been on the list. I mean, I've been looking at the list. Um, oh. I mean, I'm, I hope I am on <laughs> the list. Are you
0: one of those <laughs> 40 billionaires uh, sort of the, who did not make to the list? Who, who knows? I, are are the f- editor.
2: F- I can only stand uh, stand uh, from a distance and admire their energy <laughs> and their uh, entrepreneurial acumen. But what yeah. I was saying is that, you know, if, if you see the last few years, the trend over the last few years, it's been constantly a democratizing of that list as far as the distribution of wealth within that hundred is concerned. Concerned. So, like Neeraj said, it's just a shade over 50% this year, down sharply from 70%, which used to be there at, uh, in about 2009, I think. And one more trend I would like to, in fact, not trend, one more development um, and a story this year I would like to talk about is that of, uh, you know, the number one slot holder who's now done it for over a decade. Yeah,
0: he's been very selfish about that position for over the years.
2: Uh, he, he, and this year, if you see, um, you know, he's been absolutely head and shoulders above the rest. In fact, his gain itself is $15.3 billion. I mean, if you add other people's wealth together, you might get that gain alone. So this is the number uh, which has come. So $15.3 billion gain in his net worth has absolutely sealed his position there at number one.
0: I think Just last month or uh, probably two weeks back, Jeff Bezos toppled uh, Bill Gates as the world's richest man and he's still one with $90 billion. We don't see that happening uh, in in the Indian charts for the foreseeable future,
2: because uh, you know you have the number one uh, at 38 billion dollars, and you know there is nobody even close to him in this this year at least, and his gain alone is you know is is at uh, 15.3 billion. The next is um, Azim Premji at number two uh, after Mukesh Bani. and and he's at 19. He's nowhere close. In fact, his his wealth is at double uh, Azim Premji's so that's that's how much the distance is this year uh, of course uh, it's uh, it's a lot because of the markets uh, you know sort of giving a firm thumbs up to uh, the reliance industries operations as well as the geo which is being called geo effect it's a, it's a game changer as we all know in the business
0: right in fact he spent some 25 billion dollars to acquire the first 100 million customers a sum which is unheard of even by you know global standards
2: uh, that of course will naturally uh, has boosted uh, the share price of RIL in the markets.
0: It's not the profits as much as it is about the share prices that drive these uh, lists. Uh, please do correct me if I'm wrong. So it's 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 got to do with your market cap and what shareholders think of you rather than
2: it's not profits, but right. it's it's uh, how. Not just shareholding wealth, but other wealth also, but primarily wealth in the markets, public markets. So I think uh, that's, that's something which has always uh, played a major role, which is why, uh, you know, this year, uh, coming back to our original point about uh, the disconnect between the economy and the rich list this year. Uh, it's, if you see the markets have basically shrugged off some of these problems in fact as we speak today you know India is up to, you know, to 100 spot in uh, the ease of doing business and that is going to perk up the markets uh, pretty much I would assume so you know stuff like this sometimes uh, they are connected to the markets sometimes they're not because ultimately the markets take a view on uh, particular companies particular businesses uh, which may may not be always in sync with the overall economy and I think the markets Broadly feel that these five, this 5.7 or slowdown uh, is could be a blip on the horizon. I, I think the overall general direction uh, which the economy is taking is positive.
1: I would like to point out two interesting uh, facts here. When we are talking about the number one ranked position, his wealth has in dollar terms has gone up by almost 67, 68 percent. And if you consider it on an on an already high base of 22.7 billion dollars last year it still is a staggering achievement. In fact, his, his wealth this year is more than the GDP of Azerbaijan.
0: At the same time though, Neeraj, if you can you know, talk about the other extreme, your fortune can be you know, very fickle. And you write about Mr. Dilip Sangvi of Sun Pharmaceutical Industries who lost good $4.9 <clears throat> billion and he slipped to ninth position from where he was, I think the second in 2014. So who are some of the big gainers and losers as well from the list? And what does that say about uh, the overall industry and entrepreneurs?
1: See, t- talking of uh, mr sangwe to be fair to him the sector hasn't done too well so and it's like tendulkar not scoring a century and getting out on 90 and we saying he hasn't been playing well it's it's something similar to that so so despite uh, not being uh, in, in an industry that is faring well as a whole is still in the top 10 that that again speaks volumes of his wealth and enterprise so he's there and then you have uh, shashi and uh, ravi ruia who are uh, who have lost the gupta family murli dv the reddy family so you see ironically even if the top losers in dollar terms are from the pharma industry in terms of categories the pharma sector has contributed to the highest number of billionaires with 13 billionaires in the top 100 these are top class entrepreneurs top class uh, wealth gainers within the top 100 here and there is uh, we have to look at it look at it in that context
0: uh, let's let's get back to uh, an industry which uh, has uh, consistently been featured on the list of it services sector have there been any movements there and uh, even e-commerce for that matter
1: not really it's, it's been pretty flat so so we still have around uh, five people uh, from the software industry but more or less, it's it's been like
2: that. So, so one of uh, the important, just to interject here, one of the uh, new newcomers this year uh, has been Vijay Shekhar Sharma. His his wealth has of course got him into the top hundred this year at uh, 99, if I'm not mistaken. Therefore, that shows the uh, you know value being attached to Paytm as a business. And now he's on a roll with the payments bank which he's setting up and the mall and everything. Among new businesses, another name which is uh, insignificant this year, a debutant. Uh, uh, a very a veteran debutant, if I may add, is is uh, is Nasli Wadia. So uh, that business, his businesses have really uh, done well, uh, which has got him into uh, the, you know, uh, the top 100 this year. So I think uh, some of these inter- stories are interesting. Some of these uh, have, uh, you know, I'm sure will uh, sort of sustain over time. Some, of course, won't. As you've seen, some of the other newcomers uh, last year and year before have actually dropped off but businesses like acharya balkrishnas which is fmcg uh, are you know sustaining and he's con- he continues to be on the list
1: and someone
2: like Radha Kishan Damani, for instance, has directly... Uh, Radha Kishan Damani, he's right. Um, Neeraj, absolutely right. Because Radha Kishan Damani, who was a, uh, you know, who had lost out on the list and wasn't there uh, a year ago, uh, he's come back with, not just come back, he's come back with a bang because of the dmart the huge success of dmart something which we've covered in the last, uh, in the in a previous issue just recently, uh, the dmart phenomenon. And, uh, you know, it's, it's something which is... Quite interesting and exciting because if you see uh, this business and how Radhakishan Damani has sort of nurtured it at the same time, uh, initially nurtured it and taken it to a certain level and now has moved back and let his uh, professional team do the uh, management of the business. It's, it's a fascinating story of Indian enterprise. So I think Radhakishan Damani comes back in a massive uh, sort of gain at number 12.
0: True. I have a last question as to, you know, where, how does the next year look like? If you have any parting uh, thoughts?
1: If you, if you look at 479 billion as a number, I would rather dwell in the dwell in the present and let you know that in 479 billion, you can buy 479 million iPhone Xs. Mm. Uh, you can build 28 mm. Mumbai, Ahmedabad bullet train projects. Forex reserves of India are lower than 479 billion if you look in September.
2: Well, I would only add, uh, Abhishek, that, you know, uh, that it's, it's a good time for, uh, to be an entrepreneur in India. And I have been saying this over the last couple of years as the government uh, speaks the language of business, tries to ease the hurdles of either setting up and winding up. Uh, now with the bank recapitalization, which has happened uh, recently, there's going to be hopefully a, a return to lending. Of profitable businesses going to come back banks and uh, you know get then there is this whole trend of startups which is now sort of after this mad uh, exuberance earlier has now sort of uh, become much more realistic so if you look at some of these uh, elements and join the dots I think uh, it's overall it will be a, a fairly good time for the economy despite the short term blips short term blips will happen but if you look at the trend I would say Indian economy is, is very much on, a, on an uptrend and a, that should reflect uh, year on year uh, on this rich list.
0: I think on that optimistic note, uh, gentlemen, it's time to wrap up. Thank you very, very much for your time early this morning. Thanks a lot. Thank
2: you very much, Abhishek. Thank you. Thank you, Neeraj.
0: Thanks, Neeraj. Thanks, Arada. And all you listeners, you can get this podcast on iTunes as well as on Forbes India. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, just message Forbes to 51818. <laughs>